na 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 na. That's like the old like a uh... ESPN. No. Oh. Is it Space you? Jams. What's that? Uh, uh, sports Jams. That old CD. Oh oh, Jock Jams. Jock Jams. That's Jock what it jams. is. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Because one of the songs is like, da 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 da, da. you could go all the oh, way. Oh my god, I used to play that all the time. Oh, that's good Dude. shit. That's good shit. 90s and jock jams is where it's at, man. I still have the CDs. So oh, do you? Somewhere. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm hella going to keep those. <laughs> Those are classics and my like old cassettes. I'm gonna keep those too. I got some records and that's so funny. It's that old soul. I just connected to them. Well, okay, first of all, anyone of any age can appreciate fucking nineties electronic sports themed music. Like liter- it's literally the cream of the crop right there. Mm-hmm. They knew what they were doing. Yeah, they did. <laughs> All right, are we ready? We ready. Are you ready? Welcome back to the podcast called Brook Queens. Brook Queens. <laughs> I love um, doing that. Yeah. <laughs> I love doing that. <laughs> it just has such a nice ring to it. <laughs> it makes me think of Family Guy when Stewie and Brian tells Stewie to, yeah. No, is it Stewie? Yeah. Brian tells Stewie you have to go, Yahtzee! Oh, okay. I was like, I feel like I know where this is going. I was trying to think of who told who, but it was a, I'm pretty sure it was Brian that told Stewie. You had to go, Yahtzee! I love it. Mm. I am actually drinking something brewed this week. I'm drinking a hibiscus berry tea. (gasps) Oh, bitch! Mine's like Mm. the electric lemonade from David's Tea or whatever. Hmm. The expensive shit ish. Yeah, I put mine in a blender. Uh, I like it. Look at so. you going, your little iced tea. Mm-hmm. Girl. I'm trying to expand my teas. You expand your expand your tea horizons. Oh, and I'm getting um bird who just hit my window. Jesus Christ, bird. That's not what windows are for. Excuse you. Natural yes, we collection. did use we did use Windex. Thank you. <laughs> oh my God, those commercials! Oh, I'm uh, I'm doing a blood test to find out my uh, stomach issues. Oh, are you? Yeah, we still got to talk about my uh, my medical issues. Oh my God! So we'll finally get a official result on what I can and cannot eat. I didn't even realize you could take a blood test for that. I just, I always yeah. just figured it was just an allergen test. Well, it's the same thing because you're testing mm-hmm. the histamine reaction. Got it. So they're doing the same thing and they're testing it with 97 different foods. 97. What I think, and my sister thinks, and my family thinks, <laughs> is that I have a high fructose corn syrup intolerance. Oh, fuck, dude. How are you supposed to eat, like, any international food? <laughs> no, I can eat corn syrup. Oh, you can, oh, you can have corn syrup. Just, Just the high not fructose. the high fructose. Oh, no. Yeah, there's okay. a difference. Got it. Okay, so basically, like, no candy. American foods. No American foods. Oh, 
Because you think it's like uh, broccoli stems. Uh, I only can eat like a certain amount of apples. Watermelon's out of the picture. Yeah, they have fried fructose corn syrup in it. No, 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 no. No, hold on. High fructose mm-hmm. corn soap is blah, blah, blah. isn't that an additive? That's not. Mm-mm. That's because Tylee has a high fructose corn syrup intolerance, and this is the stuff she cannot have because there's high fructose in it. But corn syrup itself is a synthetic thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the corn syrup part, but the high fructose part is a natural, a natural okay. Uh, ingredient. Okay, because that because that, because that's where I was coming from. I was like, corn syrup yeah, is a yeah, synthetic no, no, no. like sugar mm-hmm, mm-hmm. agent. Okay. Yeah, that part is synthetic, but they have like high fructose in like mm-hmm. natural ways, like in watermelons and cantaloupe, and which I don't okay. really eat those anyways. So right, yeah, fuck melons. Yeah, I said it. Fuck watermelon. <laughs> I don't know why people keep going towards crunchy water textures. Stop it. Oh, yeah. Listen, not, not a fan. Not listen, a fan. same fucking people who love Iceberg. You cannot be friends with me. Why do you... Everyone's like, I love Olive Garden salads. And I'm just like, so you like crunchy water with like half shitty Italian dressing on it. That's what you're telling me. This is the thing. Like, I don't eat salads with dressing. So when I go <laughs> to restaurants, I'm like, oh. uh, hold the dressing, please. And they're like, what, you just want lettuce and cheese? I'm like, yeah. Okay, please tell me you at least try to get romaine and not iceberg. Are you an iceberg? Yeah, I bitch? get romaine. I mean, I like iceberg, but I prefer romaine. Oh my God, these people who like iceberg, get out of here. Sorry, I have I'm like a strong topic. visceral reaction. Sorry. I, I can clearly see that. <laughs> I have opinions. <laughs> and they need to be heard. And they need to be heard. Also, I don't like artificial watermelon flavors either. No, me either. Yeah. Or like Hate peach, it. artificial peach. That's so yeah. gross. No. I mean, okay. I will fuck with a peach ring, but like maybe mm-hmm. once a year. Mm-hmm. But I respect people. I mean, but that's just mostly sugar. It's not really yeah. peach. But I respect people not liking them. Or like artificial banana flavoring. Oh, fuck Ugh. off. Oh, fuck off. I, All I, I can know- think is this Laffy Taffy's. Oh, okay. I have a friend, and I'm not going to call her out. She knows who she is, and she listens to this podcast. Okay? She only eats banana Laffy Taffy. And she, Ew! Yes! <laughs> and she deserves to be put on a steak <laughs> Shame. and heckled at. <laughs> friend? Friend, do you know who you are? Dishonor. Mm. Dishonor on dishonor. you. Dishonor on your cow. If you have a cow, if not, dishonor whatever <laughs> pet you have. <laughs> Dis- dishonor. Just dishonor. On, mm, dishonor. Mm. I, I can't. She told me that and I was just like, Ew. you gotta be fucking kidding me. I realize yeah. I like shit that other people does, don't like, but I, I thought it was a general consensus that most people don't like banana Laffy Taffy. And here is my friend saying it's her favorite one. Or the only one she eats. I can't. Ew. I don't eat any Laffy Taffies. I think they're gross. I don't I like to... the I don't like the chewy, chewy texture. And they always get stuck in your teeth. Mm-hmm. I mean, I did eat them at like ball games growing up. It was like a summer ball game thing, but like never outside of that. I fucked with it once and I said, uh-uh. <laughs> I was just like, oh, it's a mistake. I made a huge mistake. <laughs> 
I was trying to get it out of my mouth. Like, just like going digging with your fingers. Just like, you have to because it. it gets all the way stuck yes. up there and you got to dig it. Dig it yes. out. Or you're going to get a fucking cavity. Just like, Jesus oh. Christ. And I have not had very many cavities. I love the dentist. So I yeah. want to keep it that way. I genetically uh, have good teeth. So I've never had a cavity, yeah. like never had an issue. Like I didn't know people mm-hmm. had such issues with cavities until I met someone at the bar I used to work at. And if she skipped, like she would brush her teeth like three times a day. And if she missed like two times, she would get a cavity. And she, she was like, I'm mm-hmm. not kidding either. So she, she had to, I was like, oh shit. I didn't realize it was this easy for people to get cavities. Yeah, I've had a few, like I had one when I was a kid just because I ate so much shit. And then mm-hmm. after that, I have like a, like my teeth before I got them fixed, there was like mm-hmm. a small like gap in there. And so oh. stuff would get stuck in there and apparently I didn't floss well. So I'd always have cavities in between my front teeth, but. Got it. After I got that fixed, I haven't had any issues. You put no cavities since. Oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Perfect, Katie. So let's talk about some. Let's talk okay. about the hot stuff. Okay. Let's talk about the hot stuff. We're gonna swing so. back from the fun to the to the not fun. <laughs> well, I'm gonna let you start this topic off because I know you're quite a fan of mm. one mm. of the persons, and we all know it's not Mr. Not Orange so, Man himself. <laughs> not Mr. Not Mr. Cheeto Man. Not Miss. Nope. Um. So. No. Who is it? Okay. So our Lord and Savior, the greatest vocalist of our generation, Mr. Brendan Urie, of Panic at the Disco fame. Um, he went the fuck off on Trump and his campaign because they kept trying to play, um, was it High Hopes? Yep. At the campaign rallies. He was like, first of all, you stole that from a gay man from Indiana. His name is Pete Buttigieg. Like, that was his song during his campaign before he gracefully bowed out. And so I I don't have the specific quote in front of me, but I'm very happy that literally Brendan was like, you could fuck off. Oh, I got it. I got it. He said, dear Donald, oh, sorry, no Donald. Dear Trump campaign, fuck you. You're not invited. Stop playing my song. No, thanks. Brendan Urie. Panic at the Disco, and company. <laughs> Shortly after that, he released, Dear Everyone Else, Donald Trump represents nothing we stand for. The highest hope we have is voting this monster out in November. And he dropped a link yes. for voting. He dropped that yes. link. He dropped the mic, and he dropped the link. I just love how it was very formal. Uh, Dear Trump campaign. Fuck, Fuck you. you. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we couldn't have asked better for Mr. Yuri. God, it's like, okay, what I don't understand is how has the Trump campaign not learned that trying to take songs from liberal, liberal artists never works out for them? How many times has a liberal artist had to come out and be like, bitch, stop playing my song? Like, if you want someone to not complain playing your song then play toby keith because that's about all he's got left and i'm sure Mm -hmm. a few other country artists from the 90s are still hanging on to the last shreds of any 
fame they have but you know and here's the thing like this is this is old news now but like this tells you how bad their campaign manager and the whole campaign team is okay first of all their marketing team is brilliant but we're we're gonna move beyond that the they thought that they actually got a million people to go to the tulsa rally like like i was listening to a podcast (laughs) and they're like any good campaign manager would have known that that was a red flag (laughs) like that i don't even think obama could pull those kinds of numbers like you would Mm -hmm. he would probably get maybe i mean think about the capacity the capacity of that stadium was only nineteen thousand. so to think that a million people are coming like you're out of your goddamn mind anyway Uh, it's all a bunch of idiots are we surprised now anyway oh my gosh but yeah when i saw that i went i'm a golf clap for that that was that was that's what he needed to do mm-hmm. yeah. because otherwise he's gonna keep playing it well then if you don't if you don't speak out against it then you're complicit mm-hmm. and then they might as well just be called ivanka trump so whatever sorry i love that snl sketch that was amazing and then she oh. thought it and then she thought it meant complacent and i was like god no. anyway there's another story though we want to add on to that one more of a sad story yes okay elijah mclean yeah r.i.p elijah mclean um i i kind of wanted to bring him up because while every story about the blm has made me really really sad like that one like absolutely crushed me just like knowing it's it's not to say that we only have more sympathy for someone because they're like such a sweet soul like i really don't want that to ever come across but i mean this kid played violin for cats (laughs) in shelters and you know he was very innocently walking home and he tried to plead with the officers um pull up what he said real quick and then i'll switch it over to you um here's the last few lines he said you are beautiful and i love you try to forgive me i am a mood gemini i'm sorry i'm so sorry ow that really hurt you're all very strong teamwork makes the dream work he starts crying oh i'm sorry i wasn't trying to do that i just can't breathe correctly proceeds to vomit because he can't breathe and then the fucking emt assholes gave him twice the amount of ketamine that they would give someone who is almost twice his size or something like that and he dies because these white assholes keep calling the cops on innocent black people and then today there was a peaceful protest in aurora colorado where he lived and literally people were playing violins in front of the courthouse to commemorate him and then the cops raided and like we're i think they were pepper spraying people just people playing violins like the most like peace like they weren't even marching they were just sitting in a lawn i i am just so over it and just so sad and i and i can't believe that this just keeps happening every single day and it's just become more and more important that we need to nip police brutality in the bud and i realize there's a long way to go in order to curb that i know defund the police has become a huge argument 
And I think even that's going to be a struggle to get to that point, like any sort of like point in that argument. But yeah, yeah. Like, I just, I can't, like the world just crushes my soul like all the time. It's heavy. It's heavy topics because it's just, and there's still one news about, I think it was here in Colleen, there is a person who was protesting mm-hmm. and they're being threatened to be deported. Mm. Love that. Now, Hispanic community is in the uproar. I, and and I was like, it's it's stupid. It's stupid. Because he, like, for that person, they could have been a citizen, but, you know, people are going to try to threaten him to be deported. I've been threatened to be deported. And you're it's, an American citizen. <laughs> I know. But that's mm. the thing. Yeah. They see Brown and they think that they're not from here. I've been asked for my green card. I've asked. I've had to take extra steps to prove my citizenship here just because I was brown. So I, I, this is going to be a long-standing battle on pre- police brutality, the Black Lives Matter movement making all like black all black lives matter and just any just any race any race that's not white make them matter it's gonna take a long time because otherwise because right now it until we get a change of power it's gonna take a while yeah i couldn't agree more and it's i don't know I, I think like the only thing left I can say like as a white person myself is it's, it's just so disappointing and even after Trump is gone whether it's in January or in four and a half years from now like we're, we're still going to be fucked for a really long time with how entitled white people like now that they've gotten that taste of like superior, superior entitlement they're going to keep going after it mm-hmm Mm-hmm. and it's really scary and i hate it it's sad racism is literally everywhere everywhere. i mean i just had an inc- a fucking instance of it today i mean it's just it you think you're starting to get above it and then you get checked back down so yeah it's absolutely bizarre yeah you think you're starting to become equal and then they kick you down and i'm glad people are starting to take a stand like uh, did you hear about Purdue? I saw where they where they kicked out that one student. Was that is that what you're talking yep. about? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Did you see his TikTok? I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. I need to look it, it up. It was literally him sitting in a car and it was like, oh, protesters, blah, blah, blah. And him acting like he ran over somebody to like get home or whatever. I, I don't remember too much of it because I was just so mad. Here's the thing. I am incredibly proud to a degree that the university kicked him out um, Mm -hmm. because that is a sign that that won't be tolerated. But Mm -hmm. I mean, racism is very rampant at Purdue and most universities. But I mean, Mm -hmm. this is a, like we're in the Midwest and with such a large international population, it's not even just black people that everyone's racist towards it's Asians Mm -hmm. you know and I think the university has an incredibly long way to go and it's a great first step so yeah that made me proud just to see that Mm -hmm. I'm like good you're you're stepping up you're taking 
you know, ownership. And people were like, mm-hmm. oh, it's against this one. It was like First Amendment rights or whatever. Yes. Yeah. And um, they're like, no. And they had this whole thing and they released the whole statement. And I was mm-hmm. like, put them in their place. Like, Hell do not defend, yeah. do not con- uh, condone these behaviors. <laughs> Yeah. And I, yeah, so I follow Purdue on Instagram. So I did see the statement and mm-hmm. I went into the comments expecting half of them to be, oh, fuck Purdue. Like why, you know, first amendments, blah, blah, blah. And granted, yeah. I only read maybe 10 comments and all of them were like, thank you, Purdue. I am so proud to be a Boilermaker for this decision. And I was yeah. just, even just reading the first 10 like that, I was just like, oh, thank God. <laughs> like, you know, there's not a bunch of bigots running to the IG page trying to, yeah. yeah. You have to take responsibility no matter how old or how, like how old the video is or how old you are, you got to take responsibility. Mm-hmm. It's just like how Shane Do- Johnson, uh, Dawson is trying to figure out, Shane Dawson is trying to figure out what he's doing now. He's trying to take responsibility for all the crap that he's done in his past. Trying. <sighs> okay. So. <laughs> I have a few things to say about Shane Dawson. Um, I realize that he's apologized for his shitty behavior before. I get it. And I didn't start becoming a fan of his personally until about two years ago. Like when he started, basically he shifted his um, content from like doing just conspiracy theories and then switching to like documentaries. So that's like when I started watching him and then I was just like, I was kind of on his side because I was just like, you know what? He's apologized. Like we're good here. And, um, and then I even bought the conspiracy palette that he did with Jeffree Star, which we'll touch on Jeffree Star. Um, yeah. Cause I was such, I was like such a big fan of him. And like at the time I was a fan of Jeffree and I have a lot of mistakes in my life. Um, but now like recently it's like, even even when you're like whatever age he was when he made those comments and those lewd actions towards Willow Smith, like, you know, from a young age that pedophilia is not okay. Like in any shape or form, it's like, you can't, you can't sit there and be like, well, I was 19 or like, whatever. I don't know what age he was. It's like, that's never going to be okay. No. And while and she he was has, 11. Yeah. And she was, was 11. Doing- that's insane that is a child like what the fuck were you thinking and it wasn't wasn't. it yeah and it it, it doesn't even matter if it's like a 19 on a 17 year old like it doesn't matter it's still paid i can't pronounce the word pedophilia pedophilia no matter which way you turn it and i maybe would have turned a blind eye again because i'm like there's bigger problems for me to worry about right now but he will not shake his friendships with like Trisha, like Trisha Paytas. Mm-hmm. Um, that one's really bothered me that he hasn't broken ties with like Jeffree Star is being basically like, I don't know, ripped apart in the media right now. And he's still defending him. And it's just like, Shane keeps holding these friendships with really questionable characters. So that make I'm like, dude, like, you you gotta cut ties like i'm sorry it's hard for you to make friends but you gotta cut ties i mean it's not really an excuse because i have difficulties making friends myself Mm -hmm. because i i seem like a cold-hearted bitch and i am incredibly picky on who i hang out with i i know i am but 
that hasn't worked, it hasn't really been bad. I am very open, but once you do something and I see your true character, now I know who you are and we're done. I'm, I agree. I'm not going to play games with you. I, that's why I've never, I mean, I've watched some of the videos with Shane in them, but I was never a fan of Shane. I liked Jeffree Star and then I found out some of the stuff uh, about his past and stuff and mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I can't, I can't support that. Yeah, I can't support that at all because I would be a hypocrite because those are the types of behaviors that I hated when I was growing up because there was people like that all the time and I absolutely despised it. And I hate people who think they're better than other people. I do. It drives me nuts. Well, all I was going to say about Jeffree Star was that I did the same shitty thing where like I thought he gave a good enough apology and I think that was just like my white privilege speaking because I was just like I really do enjoy his content like I think he's hilarious you know like and that's my thing is like I never really bought his products that palette was the only one of this is the only thing I've ever bought but still you're still supporting someone by watching the channel and I thought he like made good apologies and no one had really come out until recently and I was just like oh so this isn't like a thing he did when he was like super in a like a bad mental place eight years ago no he's still doing this shit he's still pulling all this crap on like a 20 year old like James Charles and like all this other shit being a petty 32 year old I was like no we're we're done and i'm really ashamed that it took me to this point to finally say that i'm done and like everybody has their opinions i mean people easily forgive other people but i i will forgive you but it doesn't mean i like you because you can forgive i can forgive you for doing something completely shitty but do i think you're gonna change no I'm a pessimist. I don't think you're going to change. I think you're going to do it again. You're just trying to cover it up. Yeah. Yeah. There's very few people that actually will change and change for the good. I'm not saying it can't be done. I'm just saying there's not that many people that can do it because it is a habit and habits are hard to break. Well, we just get into, we're in this apology culture now because we have cancel Mm -hmm. culture. Now we have apology culture. Mm-hmm. And so now, like, when we were talking about Drew Brees, like, everyone just gives these, like, half-assed apologies, and, you know, people are really good at deciphering them now. Like, are they really apologetic or not? And, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, you know, don't know if people are sincere, because you get these cookie-cutter apology letters about how I'm terribly sorry about my actions, I did not mean to offend so-and-so culture i'm not mm-hmm. trying to appropriate it i actually am very supportive of their culture and i do not mean to express things in the manner that which they're expressed which basically what it was yeah which brings me to jenna marbles i i'm so mad about that. listen i am so upset i haven't even watched the video yet because when, well because my friend told me about it i read the comments because I'm, because I was just like, I don't know if I can handle this. Jenna Marvels is the prime example of someone who has, can actually change for the better for any shitty comments she's made in the past. She's continually 
shown to grow as a person, to make shit better. And what she did, I wish other creators had done. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wish Jeffree Star would just fucking disappear, not Jenna Marbles. I love Jenna Marbles. Like, I remember the first person I actually really watched Mm -hmm. was Jenna Marbles. And it was whole over how to get guys to stop talking to you when you're at a club. Oh, my God. Like, I like Jenna Marbles. Yeah, she had some some issues, but I think we all do. But she is one of the pe- one of the people that I was proven wrong about. And I will admit when I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. She proved me wrong. And I have I wholeheartedly like her for that. Mm-hmm. Because if you can baffle me and actually prove me wrong that you are this genuine of of a kind person or a nice person, I will like you. <laughs> yeah. I always tell and, people, like, prove me wrong. Yeah. I would love that. Prove me wrong because otherwise it sucks being right <laughs> all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, for me, it's like, how, how am I supposed to learn and grow as a person if I keep thinking I'm right? Uh, to me, exactly. To me, it's a lot easier to own my mistakes and then I know the right answer and then I can tell other people the right you know, and it's yeah. like, there was a point, like, I was, like you, I was, well, I was dearly obsessed with Jenna Marbles when she first came on the scene, and then there was a period of time where I didn't like her content, so I stopped watching, mm-hmm. but then I went back because she started doing, like, this wholesome content that she didn't keep trying to do the same thing over over again. She changed her content because she was changing as a person, Yeah, and it became way better, and mm-hmm. it's it's so hard to find that like in any sort of entertainment capacity and i'm at least we still have julian i love julian oh my gosh i love oh. julian julian cooking is like me cooking oh. sometimes oh <laughs> i'm like God. uh that's about right <laughs> yep it's like oh we're baking but yeah, we'll eye the baking soda like <laughs> a little bit here a little uh salt drip there you know it, it's so upsetting and I've seen so many YouTubers comment how they're angry that she's getting bullied off of YouTube because mm-hmm. she's actually a very good person. She is. And they're like, you need to support the creators that are actually genuinely good, not the creators that are terrible, that cause controversy, that cause mm-hmm. drama and give toxic ideals into the youth. Yeah. Like PewDiePie. But he's gotten better though. He has. I will give him credit for that. He's one of those people that I'm always like back and forth on. Mm -hmm. I don't really watch him as much anymore just for the fact that it started getting all political Mm. about some of the ideals and a lot of the controversy that he was in. So I kind of took a step back. But sometimes I'll watch his stuff because I'm like, you know what? I see that he's trying. I can understand why he said it, but I'm still on edge about him. The thing I like about PewDiePie is he is kind of like centrist in his views a lot. Mm-hmm. And that is refreshing. And I was watching him when he was, when he was kind of in the thick of um, competing with T-Series oh, yeah. subscribers. Yeah. And then he like made some not great Indian centric jokes. And I was just like, you could have not done that. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Yeah. And- and the thing about him, he was always 
when he apologizes, he's like, I'm not going to give one of those cookie cutter apologies because mm-hmm. I know what it is, those generic YouTube apologies. And I think we're actually watching him kind of grow a little bit. And that's why he, for me, when I watch him, it's not completely off kiltered. I mean, I'm still like kind of, you know, off put about some of the stuff he says, but I can see him trying. And that for me is a little bit of hope in the non-existent hope I have in my body. Yeah. <laughs> but, so you know. It's, it's been rough. It's been rough. And, you know, with like Shane, Shane's video, it was on number one trending. trending. Mm-hmm. And um, that was a controversy because YouTube was condoning that as a number one trending. What a lot of people don't realize is that on the trending page, it's not actually pushed by views. Someone curates that list. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's not actually just like a separate algorithm that throws them on the trending page. Someone, a human being gives the go ahead. So yeah. when that kind of shit happens where Shane Dawson's number one trending, they're going to do it because A, Shane Dawson is massive on the platform. Yeah. And it, there's this like big moment but then also you're pushing that his apology is somehow okay and suffices, you know? Yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting. Yeah, it's, there's just been so much going on that I, it's so hard to digest all of it. It, it It's just, it, it baffles me. Because I'm, I'm seeing so many people that were put out in the forefront and our faces of different platforms, the crap and all the shit that they've done. And people are generally supportive, just like how Shane was talking about how he did blackface and people were all for it. I'm like, fuck that. No. Why are people supporting this stuff? <laughs> like, it's stupid. Like, don't you see how wrong this is? We were taught right and wrong. We were I wasn't the yeah. only one that grew that grew up in a multicultural area that knew that, you know, that it sucks being oppressed. Why are you doing it to somebody else? Or why are we allowing the people that oppress us to be on the the front page of what we watch? I just don't I don't get it. And why do you want your comedy to be that? You know? Like you can be funny in a lot of other ways. And it seems like doing blackface or brownface is just a cheap shot. It's not smart comedy. And why would you want to associate with that? Beyond the fact that it's incredibly offensive. Mm -hmm. Build build your brand on something more... Wholesome. Wholesome. Funny. I mean... I don't care if it's wholesome. Yeah, I mean, we're just trying to talk about stuff. We're just talking about things. We're not making racist jokes. We're not calling people names or anything Mm-mm. they're not doing any of that no but you know we wouldn't get it we're not going to get as much views as somebody else that makes those comments so i mean i okay so like the bubble of youtube i watch mm-hmm. it's like i watch the people who get millions and millions of views and don't have that kind of humor which is so they're, nice and that market very much exists So to me, there's no reason to keep bolstering up people who do this kind of shit. Like, 
Jeffree Star, Trisha Paytas, who is a whole fucking mm. conundrum in her own right. Shane, mm. Jake Paul, Logan Paul, all of oh those fucking assholes. Like, you, your views can go somewhere else more wholesome. Like, I don't know, Sophia Nygaard, Cody Ko, mm. Grace Helbig. I mean, the list goes on and on. Julian. I mean, there's plenty of, there's a fuck ton of YouTube and you don't, and you don't need to be watching racist people who make bad jokes. I don't know. It's just crazy. But like today, today, social media is all about appropriation and not disrespecting other people's culture. And, you know, Blackpink just released their video and, you know, they're going after, you know, YG because the, the Ganesh statue was mm. beside Lisa, uh, Lisa. And for one, it was disrespectful because it was on the ground. Two, oh. she was wearing shoes next to it, to the statue. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And that is also a big no-no. That is what's going on with there. And people are mad. And that's, and okay, I saw light rumblings on my own page on Twitter about this. This is not the first time that Blackpink has been accused of appropriating Hindu religion mm-hmm. slash culture. I remember when Jenny and Rose, like, were doing, I, I, I don't want to, like, say it offensively, but there's, like, those certain arm movements and hand movements that they do in, like, Hindu. I'm trying to, like, show you, show you what. Yeah, I don't know what it's called, but. I don't know what it's called. Yeah. But people got really upset about that. I think there was headwear they might have been upset with. And so now, to me, it's like, I, so, like, when Jenny and Rosé were making those, the hand and arm movements that I don't know what they're called. Like, they weren't doing it out of malice. And so Mm -hmm. when people were getting upset about that, like, I was just like, are you kidding me? Like, these girls aren't intentionally trying to go after your culture and your religion. Like, they're not. Like, they're having fun. But I do think that if you think about the hours and the hours and the hours of research and set design and um, making of a music video that someone would have caught that, especially if you've already had an issue with appropriating Hindu culture. Exactly, yeah. So I'm not surprised that they're getting sued because this is, you know, not the first time. Yeah, it's, and it was, and the statue was all the way in the back. Yeah. In the, like, one, if you're going to do it, at least, Make it appropriate. Honor the Ganesha's, you know, the statue. Honor the god, the Hindu god. Honor them. Or just don't put it in there. That's what I was about to say, Katie. Or you could just not put it in there. Just don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. You know? Like, would you put a fucking menorah or some shit in the background of a music video? Which I realize it doesn't equate to a Hindu god. I'm trying, I'm trying not to downplay anything. Yeah. But it's like, you know, don't, there's so much other things you can use to decorate besides like a Hindu god statue and then like blatantly di- disrespecting it. 
Yeah. Placing it on the floor. Come on. Come on. Just, I, I just go, what the fuck were you thinking? That, well, that that's also, what I'm thinking. Yeah. Well, that can also be said about YG fucking recycling the same exact song structure for every one of Blackpink's lead singles. So I remember, remember last week when I was like, all I'm going to talk about is their album. First of all, it wasn't an album. It was a single. I'm stupid. Second of all, if you've heard Do 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 or Kill This Love, then you've heard How Do You Like That? So yeah. that YG, YG is just the company that all they can do is keep fucking up. Like that's all, like this whole year with like Treasure, Treasure 13 and how they've mishandled that and they keep mishandling Blackpink and like they're going to try to come out with a new girl group, even though they can't even imagine or manage Blackpink right. Yeah, Lisa and, getting uh, scammed by her manager. I mean, it's just yeah. been an interesting, uh, interesting point for YG. Listen, everyone who's an artist at YG just needs to leave and just go to JYP. Mm. I love JYP. But anyway. Do you? Well, the man himself creeps me out, but... Uh, the company itself, I think, is doing a really good job with their artists. So, Should we try to mix things up and make it a little bit more lighter? Because it's been some pretty heavy topics. (laughs) We've been mixing for 45 minutes. But, I mean, we took a break from the heavy topics because, you know, the internet kind of went a little bit silent. And this past Mm -hmm. week, things have been blowing up. The whole Shane, the whole Jeffrey thing, you know, Jeffrey... Mm -hmm antagonizing a homeless man uh you know shane mm-hmm. dawson's speaking inappropriate to a minor about the birds and the bees i mean it's how can you not talk about it i mean how can you not it's just you know for us who are very into internet culture because we're millennials you know mm-hmm. it's it's hard not to and, yeah uh, yeah i don't jesus <laughs> it's like what what else do you do? I mean, it's yeah. all over. It's all over the place. Their business is all over the internet. Everywhere. If you don't want your business all over the place, don't put it out there. That's don't what I'm saying. That's why I, I don't really post stuff on Twitter, Facebook, really anything. I mean, people can search through all of my stuff and they won't find really maybe something I'll be embarrassed about because I spelled something <laughs> wrong, but nothing really that's like bad. Yeah. I probably should go through some Facebook posts from like 2009. <laughs> I'm sure I might have said a questionable thing or two, but I mean, that also requires effort. To go back Mine was far. always like, I'm tired. <laughs> oh my God, we were all like that. Uh, that was oh all God. of my stuff, or I did the whole notebook, you know, the whole like uh, monologue and notebook. Girl. so because i was so fun, i was so pissed because i got cheated on real badly uh, and i was mad and i was like if you want to talk to me you can come talk to me if you don't want to talk to me don't talk to me just be honest i quit and quit freaking lying to me like just quit it like those were those were my my posts mm-hmm. and they're they were always about something that was happening with me so i i don't have anything bad <laughs> god we were all so dramatic back then 
If you weren't bitching on Facebook, you were being really emotional on Tumblr. Or uh, MySpace. (laughs) Or MySpace. Oh my God. (laughs) I deleted my MySpace. I was like, I'm done. It was something about like drama because I had like one friend was trying to take my boyfriend and I was like, he's now that I look back at it, it wasn't even worth it. Fucking MySpace. I know. I mean, MySpace is gone now. Like, no one can yeah. get on MySpace anymore. But yeah. I, I mean, I never deleted my shit, mostly because I forgot my password, so I couldn't get in um, to change anything. But, I mean, I was hardly ever on it either. And, like, to be honest, having, like, the top eight friends was kind of a fucked up thing to have. Oh, yeah. Like, amongst People got in fights all the time. Oh, my gosh, I'm not your number one. I'm your girlfriend. I'm, I should be your number one. <laughs> so dramatic (laughs) i mean it was i mean it was really cool that you could personalize your pages and like put music and shit yeah on myspace but i mean uh, other than that like there's a reason why everyone went to facebook instead and now boomers have completely ruined it i know we're gonna have to make our own i mean our own is like twitter and instagram like that's what we have (laughs) and then gen z has tiktok i mean that's that's what we got (laughs) Yeah, that's so, true. That's you know. true. You're right. You're right. I'm right for once. Girl. Well, I'll tell you when you're right. Girl. I will I never it. not tell you when you're right. Oh, but only when you know I'm right. <laughs> yeah. If I don't know you're right, I go, are you right? <laughs> Was that cool, Was that right? That is not correct. I don't know if you're right or not. Then I go, you're right. You're right. You're right. Love you. You're right. <laughs> oh god okay well tell me tell me not not to switch to recommendations but since we're being so fucking negative this whole time tell me something good that happened this week i know i'm putting you on the spot but there's got to be something good happened this week um my birthday's coming up (laughs) (gasps) heck yeah it is 26, 26, 26, 26. 26. Yeah, bitch. Mm. It's on Sunday. Yeah. That means I won't be able to see you on the weekend. <laughs> hey. Because <laughs> I have to work. Oh, but. you have to work this weekend? Yeah. I, oh. I'm i doing like a weird hour thing this weekend, so I'll be home. Oh. Well, shit. We still got to go to Cedar Point, though. No, we're going to go to Cedar Point. You, you're, yeah. we're, we're holding it to it in October. We're doing yes. it. I don't have any plans for October, so let's fucking rock and roll. I don't think I have. I don't think I have any exciting news, happy news. Okay. This week has been a very, very, uh, very interesting week. I've been trying to like. Uh, I don't know how to properly say this, but trying to get myself centered. Mm-hmm. So I've been trying new things, trying to, I'm a very calm person on the outside, but I can, I'm very chaotic in my head. Chaotic neutral. I, I am chaotic neutral. Thank you. Thank you You're for welcome. noticing that. Thank You're you. Welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. Boo. Elf class right here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so this week I've been, uh, I picked up meditating. Oh. Um, yeah. So I'm meditating. So that's helping a little bit. Um, 
Awesome. More self-discovery of music. I've been writing in a journal because <gasps> I was told to. Nice. <laughs> but I'm writing in a journal. <laughs> um, I've been writing stories again. I used to write short stories, so I'm going back to writing short stories. So that kind of helps me creatively process stuff because I, mm-hmm. I can't verbalize what I'm thinking a lot. So I turn to music and books and generally when I figure out what type of song that is or what type of book that is, that kind of helps me kind of categorize my feelings. So I started writing short stories to help me with that. Yes. Yes, Queen. I will say, going off of your short story thing, I was going through our shared um, Google Docs and you had sent me a short story like a few years ago. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you remember that. It's still on there. So I was just, yeah. like, I like, I, when I saw that, I was like, I totally forgot Katie used to do that. So now I'm going to have to go back and read it. Oh, it's got probably a whole bunch of grammatical errors. Cause I wrote that in like one night. I don't care. Yeah. Me. That one, I, I think it's called black waters. Yes. And is. not, not like a, a racist thing. It, it was more of a, a how I mentally deal with depression and anxiety and it was mostly about depression. And uh, that's I, that was one of the ways that I was trying to cope and trying to figure out how to deal with it when I should have just went and talked to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Baby steps. <laughs> I, wrote, I wrote stories. <laughs> and that was, that was one of the byproducts of uh, me sitting and trying to figure out what was wrong. At least you figured out an outlet that helped. You know, it wasn't like you didn't. So even though you're like, LOL, should have talked to someone, like you, you did what was good for you at the time. So yeah, but I'm going to make it better and I'm going to write more stories. Yeah. And I'm going to talk to somebody. (laughs) (laughs) Ultimately. (laughs) Ultimately, you should always talk to somebody if you can. Right. But yeah, but yeah, I started, I started doing a whole bunch of stuff and I'm going to, um, once I get done with my blood work, I can get on a better, um, diet. Mm -hmm. So then I will be, my bad intestines will be better. And good intestines up in this bitch. Yeah. And then I'm working on my insomnia so (gasps) I can finally get a good night's sleep for once in my life. Yes, queen. I know I'm, uh, and I'm mentally taking breaks. So I'm, composing myself so th- that's been the like the positives of my week I've been actually doing some self-discovery and trying to fix and be overall a healthy person I'm so proud of you Katie I'm proud of you too yes, <laughs> we all about Yay. that self-improvement bitch yes. damn dude that's cool I even picked up piano back up because <gasps> I I uh, dusted my old friend off, and uh, we had a dance last night, so. Oh, that's I so missed cool. The, I miss my piano, so. Oh. It was, it's always there for me when I need her. Oh. Ain't she the best, though? Music never leaves you. I couldn't live if I didn't have music. Mm-hmm. Music is, like, when I have bouts on of, like, anxiety, I will literally put headphones in, and I will go walk. And if I didn't have music, like, 
I don't know how I would cope with it. I'd probably be sitting in the corner just bawling my eyes out. Just like fetal position, <laughs> rocking back and forth. Wrapped in like 20 blankets. Literally how I would have dealt with that. Oh my Lord. But what have you done? Oh, God. made a positive impact well, on your week. Um, I've realized I am becoming a full-on plant freak. Um, I like to talk to people about my plants. <laughs> your, your cat's family. <laughs> I have morphed into the full-blown millennial who loves avocado toast, cats, and plants. Yes. <laughs> and I'm getting into tea. This is who I am now. <laughs> um, <laughs> so let me tell you about my plants. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, okay. Next time I go to Harry's, you're like, I'm jarring things now. <laughs> Making oh <my> jams. <laughs> oh my god. I could though, because I'm growing a banana pepper plant. I could. I could pickle it. I could do it. Um so anyway. Kidding, but I'm really concerned now. <laughs> oh god, dude. Okay. I <laughs> all right, tell me, tell me about your plants. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, d- before we even get started. I call my parents every Sunday and I have told my mom, I was like, I have to stop buying plants. Like I have a problem. And my mom's like, you've told me this before and you still keep buying plants and I can't help it. Like they're so pretty. I know my mom's, my mom is such as like, she's so stringent too. Like she won't spend money on anything. So like the fact that like spending money on plants, I got judged. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So um, I was in Walmart and I was actually looking for planter pots and they didn't have any pots, but instead I picked up a basil plant and then that banana pepper plant I was talking to you about. Uh, mm-hmm. I have an orchid uh, that I bought a while ago from a, pay- from a Payless, which is a Kroger chain, mm-hmm. and I thought I would immediately kill it. I didn't. In fact, it, all of its flowers fell off eight grew back it grew eight flowers and then i know i know this is an orchid and then six of them died <laughs> like a week and a half ago god what a mute a mood swing jeez listen oh my god okay <laughs> my plants have personalities and they're dramatic as fuck buzzfeed had an article the other week where they're like like 20 of the most dramatic plants in the world and you might as well have put my red vein on there because if I, if I forget, if I'm like six hours late to watering that thing, it immediately droops and it acts like the world is ending. <laughs> and then I shit you not, I noticed it was drooping. By the way, it's a shade plant. So it's not like in a windowsill. So it does like shade. I noticed it was wilting. I was like, you dramatic bitch. I gave it water, took a shower. When I came out 20 minutes later, half of the leaves were back erect, like nothing ever happened. And I've got another plant that's like that too. My proton, like the minute it's thirsty, it will tell me. And I was just like, I appreciate your communication skills, but also you're not actually dying. But anyway, um, to wrap this all up. (laughs) 
Um, I'm very invested in my plants. I bought a ton of more planter pots at Ikea because I could find them. I replanted my orchid because it was running out of space and now it's fucking thriving three days later. Like its little roots are like going crazy. It's like, oh my God, we have so much room. And yeah, listen, it's a lot of fun to watch plants grow. And like- I kill plants and unintentionally I just, I cannot grow. Then just get a cactus. Oh, I got, I have bamboo. Oh, those are hard to kill. Mm, I know. That's why it's still living. Listen, bless up. Bless up. If you, if you want something else that's hard to kill, get a snake plant. I have a snake plant. And I mean, I only got it a couple weeks ago, but I don't think that thing's ever going to die. So. Yeah. (sighs) Trying to find more topics to talk to people about. So I'm trying to get into. I'm buying a flower book, so <gasps> I'm, I'm going to tr- start making, like, bouquets and stuff. <gasps> That's so cute. Yeah. Right. I'm uh, not a big fan of botany, but, I mean, I can <laughs> do some, some, type, of, some type of work. <laughs> okay, I, I just want everyone to know that don't let me fool you. I have killed plants in the past. I have a couple plants right now who are not thriving, but I've had them for, like, five years. So they really are trying to do their best and they're holding on to what little life they have. Mm-hmm. So, Well, I guess we can end this up with uh, recommendations of the week. Recommendations. <laughs> Recommendation nation. Mm-hmm. Sorry, that was really loud. I could hear. Do you want me to go first? Yes. So uh, like always, my recommendations are music. Hey. So my recommendation this week is a new, I guess you can call it an album. I mean, they have two songs on it okay. by Mr. Wives. <gasps> Mr. Wives. Super Bloom oh! by Mr. Wives. Oh. I love Mr. Wives. Oh. I am obsessed with their work and the fact that they dropped something underneath my nose and I did not know it, I was quite upset with myself. And I've been listening them. to it. Huh? You don't follow them on Instagram? Oh, I should. That's why I'm Girl, so upset. I actually knew their album was dropping and then I totally forgot about it because I got sidetracked. But it yeah, is you need good. To okay. It is good. I've been listening to it on repeat for like two days. Okay. I will, lis- I will, lis- I will listen to it this week. Fucking bet. <laughs> Okay. Bet. Bet. All right. So my recommendation um, is actually not music related this week because I wasn't, if you couldn't tell earlier, I was not thrilled with Blackpink's song. It is catchy, but not worth the recommendation. However, I am going to recommend a podcast that is not ours. It is called This Podcast Will Kill You. It is a podcast that um, deals with human and animal diseases. sometimes they dip into poisonings, like basically any sort of pathogen, um, fungal, anything that could kill you that they touch on right now. And they have been for the past few months doing a huge coronavirus, um, deep dive, if you want to call it. I don't really listen to it because, or I don't really listen to those segments because I can only take so much like bad news about coronavirus at a time. But anyway, so um, if you are huge nerds like Katie and I, and you're really cool or like interested in pathogens, 
Um, and the podcast is hosted by two ladies um, who went to the University of Illinois. So fellow Midwestern ladies, um, then give it a good old listen. Um, their most recent episode was about um, like rooster pest or something. And it was a, mm -hmm. it's the only the second disease to be completely eradicated in the world. The other one was smallpox. That's interesting. Yeah. So, and it was a disease that's only in cows. So it's, I thought it was incredibly interesting. So that is interesting. Listen. Yeah. I'll if have to listen to that. Yeah. You're going to nerd shit. I give it a go. That stuff. Mm -hmm. Anything that's stimulating like that. Yeah. You do have to pay attention. So, you know, and their episodes are usually pretty long, but. Yeah, so are ours. <laughs> and we talk about nonsense. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like, not only is it long because number one, I don't know when to shut up, aka right now, but two, we also still have lots of awkward silences that I have. To yeah. Use. And uh, I still have the same monotone voice. I've been trying to like inflect. Inflection. But you're doing a good job. I, I'm trying. I'm trying. All right, man. Well, that was a really great episode. I think we talked about we're, some really dope shit. You know, we're starting to get the hang of this uh, whole, uh, you know, podcast this whole podcast thing. They say you get better as you go, and I hope we still don't suck. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to look back on this moment and be like, wow, I, hopefully I'm, like, sounding better. And then I'm going to look back on this. I'm like, man, I sound like shit. <laughs> Life is all about improvement. Take notes, Shane Dawson. Okay, sorry. <laughs> and Jeffrey. <laughs> sorry. You right there? I don't know. I don't know if I'll be okay without Jenna Marbles, but I'll figure it out. We're gonna... Let's, let's get out of here. Let's GTFO, my guy. Alright, everybody. Okay. See you next week. Yes! See you next okay, week. Bye! bye. <laughs> That's how we end that one. <laughs> <laughs>